This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative Episode 160 A Sitcom Review in Chronological Order From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, Announcer Bond, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1989. <laughs> Open House premiered on Fox on August 27, 1989 at 9.30 p.m. This is actually the second part of a series I should have covered on episode 143. Duet premiered on Fox on April 19, 1987 at 9.30 p.m. A romantic comedy about two couples, one just getting started and a second trying to keep it going. Matthew Lawrence plays Ben, an unpublished writer, and Mary Page Keller plays Laura, who ran a catering business. Ben and Laura went from casual dating to marriage, with lots of problems in between. Ben has black-and-white dream sequences where he's a Sam Spade-like private eye. Chris Lemon plays Richard, who quit a successful career to become a pianist, and Alison LaPlaca plays Linda, a studio exec who has a child, played by Ginger Orsi, later in the run. Their marriage is rocky at best. Jody Thielen plays Jane, Laura's sister and employee at the catering business. Arlene Sorkin plays Geneva, maid to Richard and Linda. Larry Poindexter plays Linda's boss. Now, we covered Chris Lemon on episode 94 for Brothers and Sisters. Matthew Lawrence was a twin. Both became actors. Matthew was a short-term regular on SNL, then went on to films Prince of the City Eddie and the Cruisers, Streets of Fire, St. Elmo's Fire. Post-duet, he went on to Santa Barbara and Beverly Hills, 90210. Mary Page Keller trained at the Boston Conservatory of Music and then got soap roles, Ryan's Hope, Another World, prior to duet. She went on to Baby Talk, ABC TGIF, Camp Wilder, Joe's Life, Sybil, Zoe, Duncan, Jack and Jane, Emerald, NYPD Blue, Commander-in-Chief, Heart of Dixie, Chasing Life, and the film The Negotiator. Alison LaPlaca performed at a magic show at Six Flags and then worked as a cocktail waitress all before moving to L.A. She quickly got some TV guest roles as well as appearing in the film Fletch. Post-duet slash open house, LaPlaca had regular or recurring roles on Stat, the Jackie Thomas Show, Tom, the John Larroquette Show, before returning to more guest roles. She stepped away from the biz in 2014. Jody Thielen had a Broadway run in Brighton Beach Memoirs and appeared in films The Black Stallion Returns, The Wedding Singer, and Cryptic, along with several TV guest roles. 
Arlene Sorkin got her start in a cabaret comedy troupe. She appeared in films Trading Places and Oscar and had a long run on Days of Our Lives playing Calliope. She created the sitcom Fired Up. However, she is best known for her voice, playing Harley Quinn in the DC animated universe for decades. What was to be a one-time mall of the Joker became a hit character. Harley moved into the DC universe proper and has appeared in multiple films. Larry Poindexter has had a long career as a character actor with 170 IMDb credits so far. He's appeared in films Toy Soldiers, Invaders from Mars, introducing Dorothy Dandridge, SWAT, 17 again, with regular or recurring roles on Santa Barbara, Hope and Gloria, New York Days, JAG, Weird Science, Push Nevada, General Hospital, Blade the Series, State of the Union, The Hard Times of R.J. Berger, and Days of Our Lives. Poindexter is also a country singer. Duet was one of the first shows on the Fox network, premiering alongside Married with Children and The Tracy Ullman Show. Duet ran for three seasons. Unfortunately, the romance of Ben and Laura did not interest the audience, while Linda became the breakout character. Linda had her baby, lost her studio job, and became a partner in Laura's catering business. Season three started with a time jump, one of the first shows to attempt this. Ben and Laura returned from a two-year tour of Europe to find the catering business in shambles. Linda's baby is now talking. Sitcom rule, new babies are useless until they can make wisecracks. Linda became the main focus of the show. In the final episode of the season, Linda meets Ted, played by Philip Charles McKenzie, who works at a high-end real estate business. La Placa and McKenzie were dating in real life and would later be married. She winds up with a job there, which introduces new cast members. The change from the original concept is so major that the show is then renamed Open House, which premiered on Fox on August 27, 1989 at 9.30 p.m., one week after what became the finale of Duet. Mary Page Keller, originally the co-lead of the series, was still playing Laura, having divorced Ben. Matthew Lawrence was written out. She began working at the real estate business, too. Linda's marriage falls apart, so Richard, Chris Lemon, is written out as well. As mentioned, there are new cast members. Danny Gans plays a fellow realtor who happened to be an impressionist. Nick Tate plays their manager, and a young Ellen DeGeneres in her first TV role plays the wacky secretary. Ray Butkanika plays a wealthy homebuyer who never finds what he wants. We covered him in episode 100 for House Calls. We covered Philip Charles McKenzie on episode 109 for Making the Grade, and we'll get to Ellen DeGeneres once we reach her starring roles. Danny Gantz was originally a professional baseball player for the White Sox, before a career-ending injury forced him to consider showbiz. He played a minor role in the film Bull Durham. He eventually made his way to Vegas, where he became a headlining impressionist, getting his own named theater at the Mirage. At one point, his show had the largest freestanding marquee in the world. Gans won Vegas Entertainer of the Year and Show of the Year ten straight times. His other acting roles? Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers doing voice work, Silk Stockings, and playing Dean Martin in a Sinatra TV biopic. Gans was also a singer doing both pop and Christian music. He passed in 2009 from an adverse drug reaction. Nick Tate is from Australia, and his parents and maternal grandparents were actors. He's had a long career going back to the 60s, mostly Australian shows. There was an Aussie version of Dynasty in 1970, 
along with Spy Force, Spearhead, Holiday Island, Sons and Daughters, True Believers, Dolphin Cove, East of Everything, and is currently on The Strange Chores. His films include Summerfield, Cry Freedom, Hook, The Great Gatsby, and he's done some video game voice work as well. He's best known to U.S. audiences as Alan Carter on Space 1999, The Blonde Guy. All that work for the reformulated open house to last just one more season. Neither version was ever a hit. The Nielsens didn't even publish Fox's numbers in their first year. I found episodes of Duet on the Internet Archive and Open House on YouTube. Duet's opening theme is light jazz with a duet of scatting singers. Open House's opening theme couldn't be more different with a gritty guitar. On Duet, Ben and Laura sleep together for the first time. We quickly get into Ben's noir dream sequences. The show reminds me of Love American Style. Jane is the standard wacky sister. Richard is all about the wisecracks. At one point, Ben has a heart-to-heart with his dog. Ben and Laura go to Richard and Linda's cabin for the weekend, only to find the latter there. On Open House, the previously well-developed characters have become caricatures. They attend the funeral of the secretary's cat. I found myself more interested in the late 80s office equipment than the storyline. You can see Ellen's early spark, though. Chicken Soup premiered on ABC on September 12, 1989 at 9.30 p.m., a series about an interfaith relationship which was a big deal back then. Think of it as a middle-aged Bridget Loves Bernie, episode 65. Comedian Jackie Mason and Lynn Redgrave co-star as a Jewish man and Catholic woman. His stereotypical Jewish mother was played by Rita Karen, and her three kids were played by Catherine Irby, Allison Porter, and Johnny Pinto. Brandon Maggart plays her bigoted brother. We covered Lynn Redgrave on episode 100 for House Calls and Brandon Maggard on episode 119 for Jennifer Slept Here. Jackie Mason came from a long line of rabbis, which came in handy when he provided the voice of Krusty the Clown's rabbi father on The Simpsons. He worked as a busboy in the Borscht Belt of the Catskills, but went on to be ordained as a rabbi himself. After his father died, he left that role to become a comedian. Mason performed at nightclubs, then got some talk and variety show gigs. During an appearance on Ed Sullivan, he was given a sign with two fingers, indicating he had to wrap up his act. LBJ was about to break in with a speech. He played with this, and Sullivan thought he had flipped him the bird, terminating his contract. Mason barely got a show on Broadway, a teaspoon every four hours, which held the record of most previews prior to Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. It closed the same night it opened. Mason would much later have a successful series of one-man shows on Broadway, essentially stand-up performances, winning a special Tony Award and later an Emmy for an HBO version. While Chicken Soup was his only regular live-action TV role, he appeared in films It's a Mad, 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 Mad World, Sleeper, The Jerk, History of the World Part 1, and Caddyshack 2. Mason passed in 2021. Rita Karen appeared in films Up the Sandbox, Matilda, Sophie's Choice, and Enemies, A Love Story. She passed in 1993. 
Catherine Irby was an undergrad at NYU when she got the chicken soup role. She then split her time between the theater, The Grapes of Wrath, The Speed of Darkness, and a Tony nom, and films What About Bob, D2 The Mighty Ducks, Kiss of Death, before getting a regular role on Oz. Other TV gigs, The Sinner, How to Get Away with Murder, and City on a Hill. However, she's best known for playing Alexandra Eames on Law & Order Criminal Intent from 2001 to 2011. Allison Porter's family was in the dance business and she initially followed. She appeared on Star Search in the junior dance category. <laughs> but when a producer heard her sing in the lobby, she booked her for that as well. Porter was the youngest participant to win the competition ever. That same year, she appeared on Pee Wee's Playhouse. There were films, Parenthood, Curly Sue as the lead, and some TV guest spots. She moved to New York for Broadway, Footloose, the 2006 revival of A Chorus Line. Porter also formed two different bands. In 2016, she competed on The Voice and became the season 10 winner. Chicken Soup did very well in the ratings. Of course, it didn't hurt that it followed Roseanne. However, it was losing 30% from that lead-in, which wasn't good enough for ABC at the time. Also, a Jewish group was boycotting the show. They wanted an all-Jewish cast, which kind of defeats the point. There's one other factor. Mason made some inflammatory comments about then-candidate David Dinkins in his mayoral campaign. Mason supported Rudy Giuliani and used an ethnic slur when referring to Dinkins. ABC insisted that that had nothing to do with the cancellation. In any case, eight episodes aired with four left unaired. I can only find the opening theme and a clip of the pilot online. The theme involves a wailing clarinet. Mason's character has just quit a job selling pajamas and finds himself teaching kids about how to get a job. He then admits to his mother that he's dating a Catholic girl. Every line from Mason sounds like his stand-up routine. In fact, he does a monologue on his roof at the end of each episode. Sister Kate premiered on NBC on September 16, 1989, at 9.30 p.m. When you're a nighttime soap actress playing a vixen, the obvious next step is playing a nun, right? Stephanie Beecham of the Colbys did just that in this kid-centric series. Kate is assigned an orphanage with kids who have driven out three priests, but Kate isn't called Sister Mary Rambo for nothing. The orphans are played by Aaron Reed, Hannah Catrona, Panina Segal, Harley Cross, Alexandria Simmons, Joel Robinson, and a young Jason Priestley. Stephanie Beecham attended the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts with a plan to teach dance, but wound up modeling, which led to TV gigs in the UK. The Queen's Traitor, Marked Personal, Tenko, Connie, as well as films Dracula 1972 AD, and Now the Screaming Starts. She came to the U.S. to play Sable Colby on the Dynasty spinoff, and when that ended, she got moved to the still-airing mothership. Beecham followed that up with Cluedo and Sister Kate. Later, she was on Sequest 2032, Beverly Hills 90210, No Bananas, Bad Girls, Coronation Street, Trolleyed, Boomers, and films Troop Beverly Hills, Love and Other Disasters, and Wild Oats. She has also appeared on Broadway in An Ideal Husband. 
Jason Priestley's mother was an acting coach, which got him commercials, some guest TV spots, and Sister Kate. He appeared in Watchers, Nowhere to Run, Calendar Girl, Tombstone, and did voice work on Eek the Cat. Then came his best-known role of Brandon on Beverly Hills 90210. Minor films followed, then True Calling in 2004. There was also Love Monkey, Side Order of Life, Call Me Fitz, he was also a producer on that series, Haven, Raising Expectations, Wish and Poof, BH90210, he was also an executive producer, Private Eyes, also an executive producer, and voice work on Creative Galaxy. He got into directing during the 90210 days, which led to The Secret Life of the American Teenager, The Lake, Call Me Fitz, Working the Angles, Saving Hope, Van Helsing, and Private Eyes. Priestley is also involved in auto racing, driving, announcing, team owning. Hannah Catrona had a number of TV guest spots and appeared in The Journey of Natty Gann. Panina Segal also appeared on The New Leave it to Beaver. As a child, Harley Cross appeared in films Mrs. Soffel, Someone to Watch Over Me, The Fly 2, Stanley and Iris, and was on the TV series Dudley. As an adult, he became an entrepreneur, founding a non-profit for soil programs, a designer breath mint, an after-school music program, and a production company. Joel Robinson appeared in films Uncle Buck, The Fugitive, and Richie Rich. Sister Kate never caught on. It might have done better as part of ABC's TGIF, lasting 19 episodes with one never aired. The orphan angle allowed guest stars to come on as possible foster parents. Millie Vanilli appeared at one point prior to their lip-syncing fiasco. Beecham was nominated for a Golden Globe, despite the short run. Found an episode on YouTube. The opening theme is by Amy Grant. The kids are precocious, cloying, and or world-weary. Kate enters the show with a special effect. The script is atrocious. There's a near-sexual assault at one point. Yuck. More of 1989 sitcoms in our next episode. Announcer Bot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe via your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Follow us on Twitter at sfppn. Check out Instagram at sfpodnetwork. Call us at 614-321-9737. That's 614-321-9SFP. Back to you, Mark. Well, I'm filing this episode in the archive. Tune in next time.